your financial dilemma of dealing with observation status. That is today's podcast, and that's what we will be discussing. Okay, if you're not familiar, if you have been fortunate enough not to have to go to the emergency room, um, one of the things you need to be aware of, especially when dealing with sending a loved one of yours into an emergency room situation, is that there is a medical status um, that's really basically just for financial purposes, but it um, negatively impacts you. Or should I say, the um, the person requiring care. It basically, what observation status? If you receive a, a, a note or a letter, um, something that they an agreement that they're requiring you to sign when you go into the emergency room, that states um, they were wanting to put your loved one under observation status essentially this is what comes about if your loved one is in the emergency room for more than two hours and there could be a number of reasons why they could be in the emergency room for more than two hours but one of the reasons that I have found to be a consistent reason is because they just simply do not have another bed available at the time that your person comes in for care. Um, In this observation status, essentially it is mainly about the paperwork. What it does is it tells Medicare by putting you under observation status that you will only be covered under Medicare Part A And that is only going to cover you for 80% of the cost of your visit to the hospital. This means you would be held responsible for 20% of the cost for that care. And there's no way around that. So, as... You know, things just get a lot more difficult and a lot more challenging financial. There's going to be more of a responsibility that you're going to start finding that you're going to have to bear the brunt of unless you know the loopholes, unless you understand how the system works. And um, we did not know going in. So there were several times that we placed our loved one under observation status not realizing that uh oh now here comes the bills so if you request that your loved one be either admitted do not under any circumstances sign that piece of paper um, your, your only recourse really is to say either admit my loved one or send them home now, if your loved one is, is in need of an emergency, it would be medical suicide for any hospital to send your loved one home. And they know that. And so they're not going to do that. Um, they would have to get you to sign something first, saying that you're sending them home against medical 
um, advice or something of that nature, which of course you would also not sign. Essentially, you would be, it's almost like a poker move. You'd be making them make a decision or forcing their hands to make a decision to hold your loved one there. Now, this does not mean that because you do not sign the observation status paperwork that this is going to expedite your loved one to a bed because the simple fact of the matter is if there is no bed available, they will still have to wait in emergency room until there is a bed available. So this does not in any way um, prevent or expedite your loved one being placed into a bad situation. Now, the number two reason why you do not want to be in observation status, because if your loved one is submitted to the hospital in observation status, and they're still in observation status, yet they are admitted to the hospital, meaning they actually have a room in the facility. Um, let's say that they stay there for three days. The requirement of Medicare in order for Medicare to cover the expense for rehab, for skilled rehab, um, is that your loved one has to be admitted to the hospital for at least three days. Now, if they're under observation status, observation status is a completely different status, which exempts Medicare from having to bear the responsibility of what you're paying every month for them to bear the responsibility of, of insuring you in the event that you are in need of care. So for that reason, you do not under any circumstances want to be under observation status. If you're dealing with a loved one who is having to um, go into the hospital, it's, I mean, for this is not simply just for the, f- the sake of the disease that um, I'm referring to or that my podcast is primarily for dementia or Alzheimer's. This is for any reason. I mean, whether they're going in there for a stroke or a heart attack or, you know, whatever the case may be, you don't want to ever be under observation status. You want to be admitted or sent home. Um, the last thing you need on top of having to be concerned about your loved one's physical condition is to now have to be concerned about their financial position. And so um, I I hope that this um, will help somebody who's out there to kind of learn how to maneuver around the um, medical merry-go-round. I will be also um, providing more podcasts along this line as well to kind of assist you through the process of choosing if you're in a, a choose to state as far as it relates to what hospital you send your loved one to, how to determine that information, how to determine which hospital is the best one to send them to based on whatever their ailment is because every hospital has their specialties. And so knowing what their specialties are, knowing what the mechanics of that hospital is, is that a hospital, a hospital that is um like a, a school hospital? Are you going to be dealing with a lot of students who are going to be practicing? Is, is this something that you want or are you wanting to make sure that your loved one is in the best possible care of someone who's experienced? So um, being able to find out what resources are available 
online that you can check into that will let you know what is the best hospitals available and why you need to begin researching that information not after you're sick not after your loved one's sick but before then and how you need to research that information for yourself because these are things that you need to know while you're of sound mind and able to make that kind of decision Um, because sad part of this folks is not all of us is just leaving because of natural causes a lot of us are leaving because of just making the wrong decisions um, on the front end of a bad situation. And so um, my goal is if I can share with you anything that has been of assistance to me to help you with that, especially as it relates to Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, Also keep, keep abreast of my podcast because I will be sharing with you as I am still working on my PowerPoint for that, but I will be sharing with you some options especially if you are a minority in America because if you are a minority in America you do not want to be in a position where you end up with dementia or Alzheimer's but unfortunately we are at a higher risk of getting it and so um, I am working on some solutions that are both affordable and it's going to increase the quality of care that we will we would have access to because this is not a disease that's going away. And the projection on this disease is that, I mean, it's astronomical. So um, I hope that this has helped you. Um, I pray that that Yahweh will bless you and keep you. Yahweh will bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. And grant you his shalom this day in this new year. And that you will do those things that are essential for not only safeguarding yourself, but safeguarding those whom you love. Shalom.